Last week on Wandering Monster, our intemperate scallywags were gifted free ash, a horrifying and mind-altering drug. But more than this, they were gifted a location where they could find more, as much as any sailor could want for business or pleasure. Setting sail in their dinghy, Asatan's faithful sailed from Bastion to Longwatch, where they discovered a shipwreck filled with the angry dead and plentiful ash. A hard-fought battle later, they had their bounty of silver and drugs, but witnessed a dread ghostly vessel sailing away from shore. With all their wits and powers, how will the crew find their way? What other horrors lie in wait on Longwatch? Find out that and more now on Wandering Monster, The Price of Ash. Roll initiative! So the air outside has finally cleared, the fog has lifted, and you can see that now there's the fading traces of the sunset that is bleaching into the dark of nightfall. There's still kind of a preternatural edge about the, the air itself, as if it's charged by the passing of that somewhat seemingly spectral ship that went westward from here out of your line of sight. It's just enough kind of, a, of an ozone-like smell that for a little while you can't even smell the brine and the salt and all of the seaweed that is rotting on the shore to the north. And then it subsides and your sense is kind of clear and everything seems perfectly fine as if nothing supernatural or untoward had happened. The ship groans loudly as you see it listing just as much as the lighthouse is listing on the west side of Long Watch. And from here, you can kind of take in some of the other elements of the small island. The large gnarled tree that grows at the center with odd things kind of dingling on it. You can see the very edge of an old cemetery, like a graveyard to the south of this island as well as that sandy beach that wraps around the north side where you had birched your dinghy when you first came here. So your initial foray had kind of raised more questions. Some of the things you found in the ship, some of the sights you'd seen are kind of showing like something strange is afoot, but the pieces are still quite nebulous. With your seafaring instincts or your, I guess, villainous inclinations, where would you like to start your exploration for I mean, today? like, probably Hanging Tree, probably Haunted Lighthouse, definitely Haunted Graveyard, Rotting Beach. I feel like a kid in a candy there, store. There is, in fact, a uh, dilapidated Haunted Lighthouse on this island. And <clears throat> well, we got our ash friends, but... I think there's more to explore on this island. Specifically, I think he gestures over his shoulder at the the lighthouse that kind of, I assume, kind of crops over the island. Um, specifically, I think we might find some interesting things over there. Maybe, um, maybe some relics, tokens, tokens that would allow us to better serve our god. With the clicky clacks. <laughs> Our god with the clicky clacks. Clickety clacks. Um, yeah, if 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 uh, if the writing of Jeff Vandermeer in the movie Annihilation has taught me anything, it's that if we're looking for cosmic abominations, we should head for the lighthouse. So I'm down with that plan. 
had me at light or haunted lighthouse. Let's go. Yeah, let's go piss off Willem Dafoe. I <laughs> the lighthouse is one of my favorite movies, and I am ready to reenact it with y'all. I still haven't seen You're it. You're either. And I almost watched it the other day. So did I. When you when you. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody object? No. We we hear some bubbles maybe in the room, but Bridget's too <laughs> deep in there for us to really take her vote into account. You can watch the dinging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone's got to watch the dinging. That's a good idea. We'll let uh we'll let Bridget yeah. uh we'll let uh Spike the, ca- the cask of rum will remain at at the dinghy. Um Perhaps to soothe it, because, I mean, beaching a dinghy, that's painful, as we all know. Um, I mean, no one wants I've been my dinghy before. Oh, I'd get a topical cream once. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Maybe we, we are. are. Yeah, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but we are. I'm pretty sure no. we are. <laughs> so there's a slight incline in the elevation as you walk towards the, the lighthouse. And you can see this is actually what's really undone it. As that sandy beach is wrapped around, the water has eroded the western shore and it's causing the weight of the tower itself is causing it to sag and list. And you know, probably in a few years, if not sooner, it'll just fall into the sea and wash away. Even Creaks and out. Uh, from here, I mean, you could like pull out your pocket compass. Oh, well, I just mean, is it like this? Like about? Oh. Like literally, we're gonna be everything sideways, or is it like more, more, over? more like a? Hmm, somewhere between probably 85 and 70 degrees, which is structurally pretty significant. So if you think about like leaning tower of Pisa, that's not a massive lean, but the fact is all of that weight makes that structural integrity go because anything that's past that midpoint center balance can cause it to Mm. careen. And, um, if this, you know that this was a pirate-made contraption, and anything that is made by pirates is not necessarily of the highest quality. In fact, you can see that most sure. of the lead paint has kind of peeled and chipped away at this, uh, leaving the oh, sides of it exposed to rot. Yeah. Sir, you're talking to pirates and, and slandering our craftsmanship abilities? He's no, not wrong, though. It's it's not a yeah, matter of the quality, it's efficiency. No one can do it as quickly as a pirate. It's just not meant to last, as so mm-hmm. it is a pirate's life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Please that's don't shame me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, building anything for to last longer than about well, certainly one lifetime, and I would argue one hour is just foolish anyway. So. About how far is it uh, is the lighthouse from where we're at right now? From here, I mean, uh, where you're standing approximately to the ship, you're really just a, a few minutes a saunter to it. You can okay. see that from here that the top of like the cupola itself is darkened. 
the building itself from here looks to be dark inside. It's about like a three-story building. So not a tall one, but given the fact that you're on the edge of the islands, this would have provided quite a beacon for everyone that's in that westward bay off of these Fingerbone Islands. Okay. And I'm, I'm assuming there's no light in the top of it at this point. Correct. It's dark in the inside. Okay. Not for long, it's not. Yeah, I was going to say we should set it on fire. That'd be cool. I have heard tell that there's been lights flickering in the lantern room, though, but, you know, who knows? That could just be the grog talking. <laughs> you know what would be amazing, oh, hey. Um, I want to look at my character sheet again real quick because I can actually brew grog. It's one of my abilities each day. I can brew uh, D4 servings of potent grog. Uh, let me see. Uh, test toughness. <laughs> is that like testing toughness on grog? Is that's. <laughs> yeah, go blind. Th that would be. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I'm not going to fuck around with that after my last excursion. <laughs> but, um, for those of you who weren't here last week, I partially melted my brain. We all did a bump of the ash that we found in this uh, like kind of dive derelict tavern place, and uh, almost everybody else had either neutral or, in one case, salutatory effects. And I lost one point from every stat permanently <laughs> because a part of my brain melted out. I'm just, I'm just um, saying, Charles. and I also had a seizure and like uh, blood. But the law of averages dictates that it has to go right this week. So why yeah, not? Are we going to do another bump on the way up? Or that was your thing? Was the the smartest person, and he didn't do any. And you were starting to say something. What what were you opining? I was just thinking, gents. You know what would be lovely if we could take all this ash and and set it on the wind somehow, distribute it amongst the island. Fortunately, I think most would end up in the water and go to waste. But imagine, imagine the entirety of the Caribbean alight with the fever dreams of ash and how pleasing it would be to our Lord. I, how quickly it would hasten the end times. Are you right. saying we take it up to the top of the light tower and just throw it over the side? Oh, I thought we were going to build a dirigible. No, I don't want to waste it. I think if a we... dirigible. Yeah. If we get an airship going and we hover over each island and empty barrels of it, this could work. Let's uh, let's see how much we You're can save. I love it. <laughs> not the first time I've heard that. Um, cool. Uh, I'm not going to brew grog right now, but remind me to at some point because I do want to test that skill, ability, whatever it let's, is. Let's um, yeah, I'm uh. As the slow, as the slow again, just when I say morbidly obese, I mean like if if you take the thousand pound sister show and you combine them into one person, uh, and you make them less pleasant to be around, that's me. Um, <laughs> uh, do you guys want me to go up first and to be below me as we ascend the dilapidated <laughs> lighthouse? I'll go first. Like to be above me so that when we fall, I you will... can fall down onto my belly, which is... <laughs> Look, 
I would like um, to think that if one of us landed on the belly first and then another one landed on the belly, the first one would get launched up into the sky and it'd be a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you're not wrong. Yeah. So I'm going up first. You get on the belly and let's see how this goes. Cool. All right. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow um let's say uh second to last. I'm gonna be right in front of um Vastimus. See what I did there? And uh <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And uh and um yeah, we'll proceed into the lighthouse in that order. Yep. And uh see what happens. So it's I'm sure it'll be great. It's uh burnout burnout uh, checkmate me. or death turtle. It's yeah. burnout, death turtle, um, checkmate, and then fast. Yeah. Burnout, when you approach the lighthouse, the first thing you notice is, is that the door itself is also leaning in. You can see, uh, even just in the fading light, that the door looks like it was kicked in. In fact, one of the hinges is completely ripped off and the door sagging on one hinge. You could probably just give this a light tap and it would probably also fall in. It's also getting dark as the light is receding. Are you using a light source to help see inside or are you trying to stealth inside? After our... Uh, well... Uh... Okay, let me refresh everyone's memory. So, Bastimus fucked us real hard last time by, um, like, literally falling through the porthole hard enough to wake the dead. Um, and only afterwards, and while cackling, did he discover he has a silence or a stealth spell that he could have used, which would have muffled all sound within a certain radius. Also, if you'd like me to fuck um, you really hard, can I can that. do that as well, my friend. <laughs> I'll go with it, Dingy. Um, so, uh, <laughs> why aren't appetites are varied in many? All right, so we could do this two ways. We could try to stealth it, but um, I honestly think like we're probably not going to be as stealthy as whatever's lurking in the darkness. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. probably yeah. light is our better option. I think. Yeah. All right. So I look at Steamboat Willie. And I say to him, all right, little guy, we're going to go in there nice and sneaky like, okay? All right. (laughs) Sneaky like. Sneaky. (laughs) And so I've readied my monkey. And... (laughs) What a great phrase. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, here we go, Willie. I tiptoe my way up to the the barely on door, and I gently push it over open. And I look one way, Willie looks the other way. I look the way Willie looked, and Willie looks back the way that I just looked. <laughs> you set some eyes, good, perfect. So once you look inside. One of the first things that you notice is that the floor is awash in 
fresh blood. You can tell that this blood has been there for less than 12 hours. It's tacky, it's darkening, it's congealing, but you know that it doesn't quite have that sour smell as if it's been there for a while. There's a odd smell of like a, a piece of meat that is just beginning to churn. You see on the first floor that there is uh, either a stack of crates and a barrel, and there is a person that is just clawing at one of these barrels, just frantically doesn't seem to notice you or the chittering of Willie, but it's just dead set on just pounding this barrel with his bare fists. To your right, there is a spiral staircase that climbs up, and you can just see the second landing. Some of the planks look to be a little bit um, broken, or the nails seem to be a little bit loose. I'd just like to point out that... uh... Ian knows as much about um, the the status of fresh to fully dried blood as I do, and that's lovely, Ian. Like that's <laughs> that's only knowledge you can really get firsthand. So, <laughs> props to you, my friend. <laughs> Either that, or you're a subscriber to uh, Rotting Meat and Fresh Blood Magazine, like I am. You know, magazine, um, magazine, um, magazine. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. It's actually pronounced maggot zine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, if we were playing an, oh, like, not our the old form, I actually. Yeah, I, I saw a Twitter poll on it, John, where someone was like, is zine pronounced zine or zine? And like, the majority said zine, but like there are other people out there who had the same questions. So, <laughs> uh, so, so we so have, has. Oh, so, I was going to say, uh, has the guy that's clawing at the crates noticed us yet? Doesn't seem to be. Whatever's inside that uh, barrel is has to be of very strong importance for you to be completely ignoring everyone behind him. You're assuming it's a yeah. okay. Um, we, does anyone have a pistol? I've got no. a sword. Spike does. Well, Spike has a rifle. Yeah, Spike's Must not here, man. I can't in the room. I can't tell you to do this because, uh, but John Ballersberg is strongly suggesting you stab this person in the back of the neck. Um, like, I'm actually, like, exactly the character who would do that. The problem is that my strength is so terrible. I'm not sure I can hit anything. Um, agility is, is, like, the only stat I have that's worth a damn. I'm looking are to you see if I have any skills or anything. That are you saying you don't role, trust but... uh, Basaton to guide your strike? Are you showing <laughs> doubt trust... in your crusty no, lord? No, no. You know what? Now that you've challenged my faith, I've got to do it. Uh, So I am going to stealthily sneak up on this fellow and stab him in the back of the neck. Um, Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Now I know how to cure pressure. So the the silent approach will... Yeah, 
the the silent approach roll should be able to pass. Uh, the stab, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's not my worst stat. It's my you might get an advantage stat, if you so. if you succeed your um, stealth. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. All right, so I'm assuming that's how it proceeds, right? Ian, roll uh, to sneak up, be agility, and then um, strength for the strike. Okay. Mm, come on. I forgot I have nothing to look at that with. All my lights are off. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, okay, that first one combined is a... Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not... What's the what's Clack Clack's name Bas again? Uh, Basaton. Basaton. It's not that I don't have faith in Basaton. It's that Basaton doesn't have faith in me. <laughs> so my combined agility roll. Uh, now, now the person is distracted, so that would have been a uh, minus two to the dr on that. So ten was actually the number I was looking for. Nice, nice. Oh hell yeah. I take back what I said, Bastion. Um All right, uh, I I shall now strike swiftly at the back of the neck. Um, hope hopefully Bassaton is still with me. Um, now you know, am I? Uh, yeah, I might be okay here because I rolled a uh, sixteen. Nice, even with a minus nice. two modifier, that's a sixteen. Absolutely yeah. good. So you sneak up and you just slide this blade the meat of this person's neck. Unsuspecting person, I should say. Roll me your damage. Let's see if you nick something yeah. vital. Ooh, Nat 6. Praise Bassaton. All right. Bassaton. So Bassaton. The, you're sworn slides in almost too easy, like it parts. The meat yawns, you see the bone as your sword saws through, and the head lolls off. In fact, the head snaps back, and it looks at you, eyes blinking asynchronously, before the rest of that sinew stretches to its limit, and the head plops to the floor, and the rest of its body falls with it. That scent Hell of yeah. sour meat goes even stronger, and you see that its blood has really turned to some form of like black currant jelly all over the floor. Mm. There's uh, all of you make me a presence check. Yes, DR twelve. In fact, DR twelve. Oh my god, it's coming at me hard and fast. Hang on. Oh, I found it. Good. Okay. Yeah. I am uh, going to I use. That. I'm going to use a devil's luck yeah, to I lower the test by four, and then I'll pass. Okay. Oh, I can do that, can't I? Yes, sir. Yeah, then I pass too. All right, burn the uh, devil's luck early. I will have also said for maintenance, since you had time to rest after your battle in between the adventure, that you could roll your devil's luck die to see how many points you have recovered in between the adventure. We'll do the start of each adventure, so make sure that you are able to um, have your program of points to start today with. So I hear two successes. What about the other two of you? I have a failure. Okay. So burnout, you also failed? 
Not critically. Okay, I'll take this. Yes. If anyone goes into a bargaining hand gesture, I just know you failed. <laughs> and so, Depth Turtle and Checkmate. Um, the first thing that you notice is that you can hear something clawing in the inside or like breathing heavily inside that cask. There's some type of breathy sound. And you're pretty sure that it's not just the wind outside, but you think you hear some type of metal plates clicking and grinding. How, how did Spike like get all the way from the boat up here? Something upstairs shifted. <clears throat> how did Spike get all the way from the boat to this cask? Like that's cask portation. That's amazing. Unheard of. Um uh, <laughs> So breathing coming from inside the cask and clicking metal upstairs? Yeah. Well, um, I bet there's somebody hiding in the cask, whatever that thing I killed was. Uh, does it have a bun or a top that you can, like, pop off? Um, how hard would it be to hole. open the cask? Are you going to have to like, break it open? Yeah. I do. Uh, or or are we going to have to bust it open with an axe, which would probably bust open whatever's inside as well. You can see where there's a bunghole. The bunghole has been, um, like, the cork is pushed in, although you see the cork has been pushed in upside down. So it's just, like, sticking out hmm. a little bit. Hmm. From the inside, in other words, yeah. Okay, all right. So um, I'm going to gently run my fingers around the hole in a you know circular fashion, lightly press on it, just push push that in, and I'm going to bring my lips closer and closer to the bunghole and whisper into it. Anybody in there? When you have pressed on the bunghole, there's a great exhalation of gas. Like it just smells of sweat, of bodily odors. Rank and foul comes reaching up as you are whispering down, and the pressure inside the cask is, <laughs> is a little bit greater than your whisper because your mouth, you know, your cheeks inflate just a bit with the the innards the in, of the cask. And you just barely get your message out and before you get the let me out of here just <laughs> through okay. I thought so. pirates yeah. today. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get this let's get this poor poor person out of here. Um uh, I assume that that's gonna take some like careful work on our part, but Yes. Um, I want to keep my bones. Oh, they want it all, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, Burnout, you want to pop the top on this uh, honey pot here? Oh, that. I resent that. (laughs) You should smell it from out here then. (laughs) Smell from inside here. No, no thanks. (laughs) Bring your bitch and we'll leave you in the cask. Well, first oh, question God. is, how did you even get in there with it sealed up like this? Doesn't seem like it would be an easy feat. What did you do to get put in there, little guy? Assuming you're well, small, he, you I can't see really his lips kind of like 
stick up through the bunghole, but he goes, I poured myself through this hole. I fucking jumped in here. What do you... <laughs> it's a barrel, right? Coopers have to attach the top in a certain fashion so it stays in place. How did you get inside that barrel and then have it sealed up the way it is? I have a so, question, sir. So... I saw a ghost ship. You can't see this actually, boy. I saw I saw a ghost ship coming, and I took the top off of this, and I hopped inside, and I just set the lid. But after all the the butchering started happening, someone started hammering on the top of us and sealed me in here. I will accept this as an answer. It's a little shaky, but fine. I then like prop the yeah. the the lid open. So that I I poured myself in here. <laughs> no, what the fuck do you think I jumped in? I laughed unreasonably hard at that. Thank you, Ian. You're you're welcome. The joys of it out here. Um, <laughs> so a very scrawny, lanky man. Um, extrudes himself from this cask. You can see that his arms are raw and bloody and scabbed and there is a crust of salt on his arms and you can uh, see like little bits of salt pork like plaster to him <laughs> which doesn't really help with the smell at all about every joint in his body crunches as he stands and you've kind of also noticed that his head is almost at a 15 like at a significant uh lean because i never thought that i would get out of there i thought that well well, he looks down at the floor and he goes, "Oh, so that was Yawn." Oh shit! That guy was poor bastard. <laughs> well, I, I thought. Uh, I kind of push my way to the front of the group and smile at him with my like blackened, broken teeth. Hello, friend. Let me ask you a quick question. You now have your freedom and your life incredible thing that many in this place cannot say do you know who to give your thanks to sir um i think it was that guy with the i i press i press one of my fat fingers to his mouth no bassatan you owe your life to bassatan Ooh, is that is that him no Although, in a way, yes. We're all Bassatan, really. Clack, clack, my friend. Yes. Clack, clack. And all of After us staring at this guy clack, with clack. his head cocked at, like, 15 degrees, <laughs> I am I just can't take it anymore. I am like, I'm going to kind of push my way up. And it's like, I used to be a medic, and I want to, like, chiropractor his neck back <laughs> into adjustment so it's, uh, or his head back into adjustment Wait. so it's So, roll me a presence check. Okay. You're performing medicine. That's an 11. <laughs> crack. Um, so there is a loud crack, and he goes, Ah, I can't feel my arm. And like his left arm just goes slack, and he looks at you. Oh, don't worry. I'm a professional. It'll, you'll, you'll get the feeling back. You, you were in a 
barrel for God knows how long. It, you'll be fine. You sure? And I'm going to look back at the other guys. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who can fix that right up, my friend? So we'll have a little montage where you are filling in this poor sop about who Basipod is because being one of a part of the collective wretched, being that you are worshiping a ancient old one, one of the greats in the deep, not everyone is familiar with Basipod. And you see that with also a little bit of intimidation, coercion, and the fact that he's um, been sleep-deprived, food-deprived, water-deprived, a little bit delirious, a little bit panicked out of his brain, might be having some bleeding in his brain due to um, some traumatic damage done in his <laughs> cervical region. Uh, he will become a willing convert to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> a track, if you a crab tracks. <laughs> They're all uh, the... printed on repurposed red lobster menus. <laughs> like uh just the oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Instead of uh if you need to excommunicate someone from the church, instead of giving the black spot, you give the grease spot where it's like a cheddar biscuit. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> do we have a do we have what? an ongoing war By against the, way, the long John that... Silver? <laughs> Not yet, mm. but we're starting on it. Um, but by the way, that uh, first of all, those cheddar biscuits, so damn good. Uh, second mm -hmm. of all, that grease yeah. spot, way better to get out than the black spot. <laughs> <laughs> the black um, spot on that paper, like you can probably just erase that grease spot. That's forever. That's for life. Um, while they're going through the whole spiel yeah. for Bassetown, what are in the crates? Are you asking him, or are you just starting to rifle through them? I'm going to rifle through them. I imagine I mean, he's, he's rifling, rifling yeah. while I'm uh, converting. Exactly. Yeah, Jones so, are chatting. Yep. So one of it has very waterlogged um, moldy tea in it. Another one seems like to it. have a lot of um, like lead shot but in very poor quality you can see that it has rust spots through a lot of the the shot as if it just wasn't a, of a pure lead alloy uh, another one just has a lot of crockery a lot of dishes uh, a lot of them in chipped cracked and other things I'm trying to kind of piece together that some of this is mm -hmm. just flossum and jetsum that has been collected and stored in here and there was something else that has like a, a, a very thick paste at the bottom. And you think that it was uh, some sort of exotic fruit of some kind. Uh, it is just full okay. of fruit flies so, when you open aside it. Aside from the rusty shot, which if you don't die from the shot, you can get tet uh, you know, tetanus or whatever. Uh, or breast poisoning. Uh, it's all garbage. Yeah, I would think shopping. Well, we were hoping to sell it. <laughs> yeah, hoping to sell it. <laughs> so, so he like points down. He goes, "So that was yawn, but where's Earl? Who's Earl? Um, is Earl partially made out of metal? No. Okay." 
well, we heard some weird shit upstairs. You want to go check it out with us, new friend? Let me rephrase all for our chef. Bazatan <laughs> would like us to check upstairs. That's right. Mm-hmm. We are looking to spread the good word of Lord Kicklack all throughout the Caribbean. And what better way than the lighthouse, right? Come on, friend. We need so, to hold your beacon for Bassetton. Come on. Nudge, nudge, nudge. Well, I just know that when I was inside the barrel, I heard lots of screaming and, um, well. But you're outside the barrel and you ain't hearing no screaming now, are you? Well, he, he looks down at Jan's uh, decapitated head that seems to be in a permanent scream, and he goes, well, um, okay, but. If Yawn turned into that, Earl. And he looks real nervous. He goes, Earl was a real bastard. So. <laughs> oh, friend. Friend. You ain't met a real bastard yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he swallows, and you can actually hear it kind of crackle as he is so dehydrated and parched. It's and like someone is just taking a, a plunger and is plunging a dry toilet. Oh, and it is like un- let's at least give him some water. So he I'll give him some water. Guilty. Yeah. Okay. I'll I actually, uh, I am actually not trying to get him killed by having him come with us upstairs. Oh. I, I fully intend to indoctrinate him in the cult and hopefully have a permanent oh, member. Yeah. He no, he Ooh. you had that montage and he he yeah, is. No, I was letting them know. Yeah. I was letting my party know that I'm not trying to get this guy killed. Okay. And I was like one um, step away from spiritually possessing him to go up the stairs anyways. Yes. No, I want him I want him on our side. Okay, all right, all right. So um the man uh I'm treating Bastion a little bit like grandfather Nurgle, I think. Where I think he's a very joke. Like, I understand that he is unknowable and very mysterious, and like does not communicate except by weird dreams and and crabs doing stuff. But uh, I consider like fast considers Basatan to be jovial and the end times to be like a glorious thing that everyone should be happy about. Yeah, man. So it's like the more the more the merrier. I love it. So, <laughs> nihilism does not have to be a. a Crab is a good <laughs> god. Yes, he is. Crab is a good god. Oh, crab is a gospel. Crab. He clacks in the oceans below. So <laughs> the man, He's the man who eventually, after all your uh, you know, evangelizing, gives his name is yeah. Ralph. Ralph. Uh, <laughs> Ralph uh, goes up the stairs, and you, um, so you said you want me to light the oh, beacon? Oh, friend, we're coming with you. Oh, yeah. You're not going alone. I don't think that's a good idea, my lord, as he looks at you and Brother. his eyes. Take a few seconds to cross over the entirety of your form. There. These ladders are, are, are treacherous. 
Uh, in fact, even Young was uh, anxious to go up. And I, I am lightweight, and and so was Earl. He was a very wiry one. Um, so okay, uh, be mindful. I, I'm team yes, wiry too, so I'll, yeah. I'll go up and. Uh, I will. I will wait down below then. Man, yeah, well, you know what? The, I appreciate so, your concern for my well-being. I'll keep guard down here. Can I hand Steve Bailey a dagger and 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 tell him to go with? <laughs> I told you we should have named him after the monkey from Monkey Shines. <laughs> yeah. That steamboat parcel is going to throw me off since steamboats still don't exist in the Caribbean at this time and age. <laughs> it doesn't matter well, that they know, don't exist yet. They Ian, was a visionary. Ian, Ian, like, I would just point you to the existence of science fiction and the band Jefferson Starship. Mm hmm. Starship yeah. existed at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, ship Willie, Ian. Are you happy now? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Little Schooner Willie. <laughs> I love it. You should have said Willie's dingy. Uh, so Ralph goes up the stairs and he's looking at that. On the second floor, we uh, found some crates of um, some pretty curdled whale oil, but it, 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 should, it should still still light. Um, it's, um, are you sure you want to light this? It's got to bring attention and it, uh, already oh. all of my friends have been killed by, uh, I reach into my, my coat and pull out a, a hand cut, like piece of uh fabric that is in the shape of a crab. Put this over the light before you. So it, it casts the crab shadow on the clouds, you see. Light the crab <laughs> signal. <laughs> he actually looks at it and he goes, I I like I like this. Okay. Um so on the second floor landing you can see there at one point there was a actual room for the light keeper that has really fallen into disuse. And in fact it looks like people that shoved junk in there because the bed framing rotted beyond all use and there's this also pretty fetid smell of very rancid oil and as uh so it's up here it's ralph and just check me no i'm up there too yeah and and up there as well? okay and pirate ship willie so Pirate ship Willie, as he's up there, begins to gibber and whimper as if he's really nervous. And you hear the sound of metal shifting above you. Someone or something is in the cupola. Okay. All right, let's go. Uh... Do you guys want to fully engage? Yeah. I mean, or, I mean, already found a convert, but all right, all right, all right. I, the crab signal would be cool to see. All right, yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm t totally in for the crab signal. Um, before we head up the, the, the landing, uh, I have a shovel in my satchel. I'm going to hand it to uh, Willie because I don't know if he got the dagger or not. Did he get the dagger? Not, you know. Did you hear that? Uh, I uh, heard it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I I don't technically have a dagger on my character sheet, but I was hoping that maybe we could find one around. I mean, that's monkeys should have knives. Let, let me just say that. <laughs> I mean, what what is having a monkey if it doesn't have a knife? <laughs> I mean, I understand that. I mean, that's why I'm going to give him my assault shovel. So it's up assault to you, Ian. Shovel. Does the monkey have a knife? Really, monkeys should have three knives, like one in a hand, one in a hand, one in the tail. I mean, I think that they could have a small knife, but I mean, it probably wouldn't do much more of an A point of damage because of how large a monkey is. That is acceptable to me. Every point, every point counts. So Ralph picks up, uh, he gets... Like he yanks off a post off of the bed, squirps up a big wad of congealed whale oil, and uh, uh, looks nervously up. And he goes, "I think that's Earl up there. I don't, I don't like uh, where this is going." No, don't worry about Earl. Yeah, we'll we'll take care of Earl. Okay. Um, I'm 100% gonna die. That's fine. He, was... <laughs> <laughs> he, he just looks incredibly nervous and he goes, okay, uh, so I don't have I'll any weapons, so why don't one of you... I've been in a barrel for... I don't even know how long. My left I arm will tie doesn't the work. shovel to his left arm, so all he has to do is swing his body around and cut somebody in the head with the <laughs> shovel head. It's like a flail. He yeah. can barely shrug with his left arm. Fine. No shovel. Just shit on my <laughs> shovel idea. Well, you. I mean. Now. You, our, our good it friends, was for his own good. good friends, excuse me. Let me. Let me pontificate for a moment our good friends at hodag rgp trpg sorry had a very uh a take on twitter that got a lot of hate the other day and i'm actually here to defend it and it was as a gm you need to set boundaries for your players and tell them no and not let them just like you know act like dipshits if they want to because you know while the rule of cool is awesome like if the gm tells you no you ought to just take no freaking oh, answer. You. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all. I had, to, I had to tee off on that. So who's going up first? I'll do it. Hell. I'm not going to carry the um, rotting lamp porch, though. I need uh, one arm to be... Uh, Ralph. Ralph is yeah, I need him to be to my it. torch bearer. Yeah, he'll be my torchbearer as I clamber. Let's see what unspeakable form Earl has taken. So as you ascend the second flight of stairs up to um, the cupola, it, it groans and you can feel there's like just a little bit of a sway in the building, even from your light form. That the foundation on this is sort of really shaky, and then it kind of makes you nervous as you poke your head up into um, the the cupola. It 
you don't see anyone. You have a large glass lantern at the center with a large metallic back on it. And um, that's it. You don't see any anyone outside of it or on the railing. And you can just see the very faint gleams of the last edge of the sunset go over the horizon. Oh. Hmm. It's I'm sure everything enough. is as it seems. <laughs> All right, let's let's do this as quickly as possible. Um, Rolf, Rolf, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, go um, if you wouldn't mind and, and light the crab signal, and I'll stand here and hopefully not get eaten by something that is invisible or whatever. He looks very nervous as he climbs up the stairs. In fact, you can hear his teeth chattering. Maybe even one of them crack in the process. And he globs on the whale oil in the center of the the light and uh, sees the flint and steel hanging down by a cord and he is until he pops a spark. And all of a sudden, the whole place lights much brighter than you've expected. There's a little whoomp sound as the oil first sputters and then just engulfs into bright flaring light that's even more empowered by the mirrored back behind the light. And all of you are blinded for a second. And in that second, you hear the sound of metal shearing and the tower lurching a bit as something jumps on top of the platform and strikes out at you. So I am going to have Earl attack one of you randomly. And that is you, checkmate. Um, You hear this crunching pittering pattern and the tower lurching a bit as this thing throws himself at you you are tackled wholesale by this form roll me a dr14 defense uh not good that's a that's a plain old four and uh let me see i don't add any modifier to that do i you would add your agility uh, in your case. So that's a six total. Um, yeah. You are thrown back hard, and you feel uh, claws rake into your flesh. And three points of damage as you feel it dig into <laughs> your meat and pull. I am dead. Oh, no, you still have your devil's luck. That puts me at negative you one. Have devil's luck. How, would okay, you like uh, how do I use that to not be you dead? You could either use that to re-roll the, uh, your defense roll that you just made. Uh-huh. Um, you could use that to re- or force it to re-roll the damage it just did to you. I I don't or, like that second I mean, option those, because I have my hit points are already super low. So I'm gonna do um, re-roll the defense roll on okay. that. All right, let's see. And it was all for maybe nothing. That's a combined uh, eleven, and you said it was fourteen. A DR was the the threshold on that? 
14. Yeah, still still no good. It's because I melted my brain, it, y'all. It happened. So the other thing that I need you to do is uh, I need you to roll me a... Um, pardon me. Roll me a toughness check. Okay. Uh, that ought to be fun. Let's see. That's a stat that's negative. Um, I am not making this up. That's uh, that's a nat two with my modifier. That's a one. Oh, perfect, perfect. The the last thing that you feel as you feel these, the first thing you feel are fingers digging their way through the meat of your arm into the side of your chest and ripping something that shouldn't be yanked out. And it's bleeding profusely, <laughs> followed by biting. And mercifully, Basasan takes her soul down to the deep to be torn by his claws forever. Um, as it should be, yeah. As it should be. So, uh, you hear the sounds of Wrath screaming down below, Death Turtle, I'm assuming. Are you coming up or are you leaving Wrath to his face? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a hero. I did also I par- partially paralyze him, so... I choose to believe that my uh, my presence lingers on as an embodied voice, so that they can occasionally whisper, but not too often. I and at this point, as my wolf, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play another um, like character who comes out of the gate all you know uh, doomed. Um, no. Uh, then we should be playing Warborg, bro. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, but but I I would have my ghost whisper to to um Kevin um run for it and uh, yeah like fuck Raph he got me killed I'm gonna get everybody killed technically mm. I got you killed <laughs> yeah but, but we're also <laughs> I'm get you know what fuck it I'm That's gonna go true. up I'm gonna go up. See okay. what the motion is. I mean, we're we're a team. And see, at least bring your body back to give you a proper burial. So, kind of coming up. Well, I would want I would want you to eat me for religious reasons. And sure. and well, yeah, that's what I meant. I was a cannibal. The first thing that you notice is um, as you're coming up from the top of the tower, and you're kind of shielded a little bit by the back of the um, the the reflective mirror is in the harsh glow of the whale fat light that checkmate's body is being torn apart by just a ghoulish creature he's burrowing into his chest and is ripping out gobbets full of meat and he turns and he looks at you and he hisses spittling chunks of checkmate (laughs) all over you um Raph is, is screeching and he's kind of backing towards the edge and you hear the tower creaking as he's backing towards the edge on the top of the tower and everything's kind of almost feels a little bit like it's has a little bit of sway. So we'll do this as like a limited uh initiative. So we will do Death Turtle, we'll do Raph, 
okay. we'll do Earl. And then, depending how it goes, we also might do um, Checkmate. So. Okay. So as he's Jeff staring Earl. at me with my compatriot's visage just dripping from his face, I'm going to, as he's hissing, I mean, it's like, not today, sweetheart. And I'm going to uh, spiritually possess his body. I'm going to use the spiritual possession, and I'm going to have him throw himself out the fucking window. Or off the tower. Now, last time, we were deciding that it was hard for you to target something. It Um, is random, yes. So, you have three potential targets here. Okay. I like those odds. So, I will do... uh, Or, unless you want want, to roll D6, we'll say one through two... Uh, is Earl three through four is checkmate and five through six is Raf. So Willie's not involved. Oh well, you're not up there to urge your monkey to fight, and it's not going to want to fight a, a ghoul unless he's uh, that loyal. Burnout and I are playing cards. Four <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dice, your no, choice. No, we're playing cards. It's like, do are you we playing go fish? Who's blood curling? You know, the wonderful thing about two is that our Lord has two claws. It's a sacred number. Uh, good. I don't go have fish. any. I don't have any twos either. Draw it should be go crab, not go fish. Yeah, go, go crab. Go crab. <laughs> so, Death Turtle, what did you? Who did you roll the six? All right, great. So you possess Wrath, who, uh, as you spiritually possess him, his spine realigns, and there's a, a like you could hear an audible crack, um, and you see that he has flexion again in his left arm. Are you still sending the message for him to jump? No, I'm going to send the message for him to uh, spear his friend Earl. Kevin. Kevin, Fear instead, oh, instead, instead, here's my here's just a suggestion because I'm not there. You're playing, you're playing crabs. Suggest that he put the slap the bat signal on, and then all of you run. Earl is still screaming his bloody head off, spattering blood and gore everywhere. Uh, next in initiative um, is, um, well. I guess Raph did get his turn, so it would be Earl. Earl attacks the nearest thing, which is Raph. Uh, so Earl throws himself at Raph. Who wants to roll me a flat DR 14 for poor old Raph? Mm-hmm. I see uh, someone has thrown the bones and boss on his. Boss, oh, All right. Okay, okay, hear me out. This is this is a Baltus bargain, but Ugh. but but Earl uh, Rolf just slapped down the effigy of the crab holding the Fingerbone Islands. I believe Rolf should get a Devil's Lock point for that, and uh, be allowed to be re-roll. If I'll burn I a Devil's Lock for it. I I I was I think that could be a fair adjudication. So, but he will get this once for the adventure. Nailed it. 
All right. So the so first Earl, one was a three, by the way. Okay. So Earl throws himself at Wrath. And there's this moment where you think that he is going to be slammed to the ground. And you see Wrath drop to the floor in a crab mm-hmm. position. And he scuttles out of the way. The entire time Wrath's eyes is why his teeth are gritting. And he goes, I can't make... Uh, why, am I, why is this happening to me? And he's just like actively aware that he is being possessed and pulled by forces beyond his control. And he's just weeping as he is crab clacking out of the way. <laughs> oh, 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 the <laughs> uh, top of the initiative would be you, Depth Turtle. Am I assuming that you are retreating, or are you doing I anything am, else? To I am going to grab uh, uh, Pir- or Schooner Willie by the hand and try to grab uh, Rolf by the other hand and try to go down the stairs as quick as possible. I mean, Willie would cl- climb onto your shoulder and possibly okay, obscure one of your eyes, but not both. Well, he can start picking at the, the bugs that are crawling all over me. I'm fine with that. Mm. I am infested with bugs. So. As, as you begin to like, you, you drop down below the level of the cupola, the, the last thing that you notice is that checkmate's body is beginning to twitch. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to scream down to uh, the other guys. Uh... uh Checkmates down, but not for long. Question mark. And uh, Earl is pissed and headed this way. I think we're going to need to finish our game later, friend. Shall we? Right. Yes. Shall. Shall. Ah. Oh no! So, I mean, we should run. Oh, but my monkey. Uh, I need it. He's bringing him. He's bringing him. Don't worry. You're right. bringing the monkey, right? Yeah, I got old Sloopy with me. Sloopy Willie. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Fine. Away. <laughs> the, the lighthouse shakes more as I begin my retreat. <laughs> so it sounds like everyone is retreating then? That yeah. was... Yeah. Uh, well, not everybody. <laughs> so as, as you retreat and uh, flee the lighthouse, as you look back at it, you don't see Earl at all at the top, but you do see that Checkmate is standing up there, and he's standing, like, staring right into, like, the light of the, the torch, and you can see that, like, the, the shadow of the crab is, is upon him. His eyes are these milky white orbs, and uh, it looks like he's been scooping some type of loose meat on the floor and is just shoving it into his mouth, and it that looks like every like time me. he eats a bit of that meat, it just falls out of him and he just re I can't even it. tell if he's dead or if that's just him. Yeah, honestly. this is normal. Yeah, no. It's like, yeah, this, oh, yeah. he's fine. <laughs> uh, he looks good. He'll come down when he's ready. He'll be fine. He got it as he lived. Yeah, yeah exactly. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna haunt the fuck out of that lighthouse. Awesome. Oh, sweet. Oh, man. Jeff. I wonder if Bossatan will set your soul as like a guardian for the crab signal. Ooh, I like Guardian that. Ghost? Hell yes. 
I like oh, that. that, is that, is that is the three survivors are getting the fuck out. out. Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh, you're four survivors. Well, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you guys uh, gained a party member. <laughs> you will be missed, well, my friend. Zero sum game. <laughs> so, Rolf <laughs> looks kind of at, at everything, and he looks at you, Death Turtle, and he looks at his arm and sees it moving again, and he goes, I don't know exactly what the fuck you just did, but never boy. do it I again. <laughs> I, am a, I am a professional, I, and you're welcome. I think and the, word you're the insurance for, will bill you. I think what the word you're looking for is Hail Basatan, actually. Hail Basatan. Hail Basatan. He mutters under his breath about professionally gutting you in your sleep at some point <laughs> if you do it again, uh, but drops it. That's off the bus. can't wheel. You're going yeah. friend, quickly friend. Professionally gutting so, you. So now you know why I hid in that barrel, because when I saw that ship uh, coming in, I, I knew it was it was bad. I thought it was going to be like one of those ghost ships, but when I saw that it was full of the the living dead, um, I I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want to be like he kind of points over at checkmate, <laughs> just hanging out in the tower, continually eating his own. Having bits. a good time, you and mean? He goes, that's a. That's a <laughs> Um, yeah, they they swooped in when they they actually seemed to have driven that ship into the shore. I, I watched the whole thing unfold, and when they crashed, they just poured hordes of undead there, just eating and tearing everywhere apart. I, I thought my friends would get away, uh, but uh, it's well, a scourge. Uh, they started tearing apart this well, place as too. As we have learned. What? And as Basatan commands, no one gets away. <laughs> nope. But uh, we can survive a little longer and enjoy our time. Come on. To the dinghy! <laughs> so you're able to take all of the goods you pilfered from last time for out of on the dinghy and sail it back to the ash hole where you kind of have your your den. And the, the first thing that you notice when you come back to that is you kind of settle in and about to tell all your friends these tales of what's happened is that there's definitely uh, kind of a more somber mood in the inn. Not only because Checkmate hasn't come back with you, um, but that looking at the uh, board of prices for lodging and fare and food, Everything has been marked up triple in price, and Glowbone seems to have a very sad look on his face um, as he explains to you that now with so much ash flooding the markets that the, all of the markets are crushing, that the economy of... Um, Bastion and of the local other islands all are beginning to kind of crumble since the main commodity has now become absolutely worthless. 
So he, he looks at you and goes, well, I hope you found something good on that ship because I'm, I'm sorry, boys, but I'm going to have to raise the rates on everything. Kind of looking back at everybody underneath my point, uh, under my breath, it's like, we did find some silver. I mean, it's not going to last for very long, though. So with that, we'll we can kind of... Out. Well, you 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 did uh, find yourself a uh, 180 silver, which is enough to carry you for quite some yeah. time. That's but we'll use the money for that. Uh, we'll poison the town's water supply with the ash, and then we'll get drunk <laughs> on British wine. That's that's my plan, but that's for next session. If you want, uh, as we kind of close this to a draw, if you want to take those uh, chests of ash and dump it into the uh, into the well as a taking everyone out peacefully, you're more than welcome to, and you can do with the deal with the ramifications next session. Uh, so, all jokes aside, that is actually Fast's plan because he wants to cause as much chaos and like. He believes that a world in chaos is the world that is pleasurable for Basaton. Do any of you object to me poisoning the town? No, not particularly. Hell if no, it's Basaton's way, it's Basaton's way. Basaton is glorious. What would the Joker do? TJD, yeah. I love that there's this promise of like, I'll make things better. And in the dead of night, you just sneak out and put a lethal amount of ash into the water supply and you can hear that night as you are sleeping comfortably and safe in your hammocks um that there is this utter orgy of violence and mad crazed screaming um coming across the entire island swords being brandished guns firing uh, just sounds of pigs squealing even though you know there are no pigs on this <laughs> island and that uh, is the, other th- the horrible the other thing, thing to everyone hear. hears in our little our little safe hold is uh is Fastinus on his knees praising Basaton in fervor prayer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at Burn and I was like, should we have gotten some water for ourselves before we poison the well? <laughs> <clears throat> Next island, my friend. Basaton's mark is solid here. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good point. Oh, I just oh, we will... be drinking our own piss. <laughs> it is sterile, and I do like the taste. So, one in doubt. What would checkmate do? <laughs> Eat a rat. Sterile, and I like the taste. Yeah, yeah. I would have eaten a rat, or the people, or maybe wound up with some of that water in me with my luck. I mean, <laughs> well, then we can uh. use this as a natural stopping point for the evening, as the. Well, this island that was a veritable home to the cult of Basson is uh, engulfed in chaos and a orgy of violence and psychedelic, uh, I guess, people's brains are also just pouring out of their skull, just like Checkmate. Yeah. Ahoy there, it's your friendly matey, John Baltusberger. Uh, I just have a few announcements to run through. 
First of all, thank you, Ian, for not only running this campaign, but writing it. Uh, it's an incredible adventure, and we're very happy that Ian Servas is at the helm. Uh, we just have a few announcements. First, uh, Ian would like to let everyone know that Whispers of the Woods is on Kickstarter and fully funded. Kevin Welch would like to say that Flail to the Face starts a new arc with episode 15. Uh, they will be playing Church of the Worm by J.B.C. Perry, and that episode drops uh, this Friday, which is today. Hooray! Um, I have a new book out coming out on uh, the 19th called Unclean Verses. It is an extreme horror retelling of Dante's Inferno. And then uh, for Manasar Press, Manasar Games, um, we have a new book from Nate Southerd out on the 14th called Porcelain. It's incredible. But we also have a new game coming from Nate Southerd. It's a solo journaling game called They Think They're Saving Us. So join the Twitter. Uh, follow One Moncast on Twitter to get all those updates. Uh, but we also have a new game hitting Kickstarter for ZineQuest called Overgrowth. It's a game by me and Simone Tometa. Uh, it is a game about deranged nature wizards fighting corporate pollution. So we're looking forward to that. As always, we would like to thank Bog Wizard for intro and outro music. Uh, it's from the album Seven Aboard the Shekel. So please check that out on Bandcamp. And as always, thank you for joining us on this consensual journey we call Wandering Monster. We will be back next week. And until then, don't drink the spoiled grog, me hearties.